Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzeg, and this is episode number 457. Today's show is brought to you by True Botanicals and Sunbasket Food. The new normal was tested, at least for me, over the course of the last couple of mornings as we entered phase two of COVID-19 coronavirus reopening. As of Monday, gyms and fitness outlets can now officially reopen in Northern Virginia, where I live, with restrictions and many new regulations. But working out isn't going to be the same for a while. My gym has reopened, and I'll say from my three early morning workouts this week, things are different, but in a good way. Our guest today, Director of Science and Research Content for the American Council on Exercise, Sabrina Joe, will be discussing all this and more. I think the gyms that do a really great job at reopening will be examples for the rest of the gyms to follow. And I think that there will be gyms that, that do a great job and then those that, that don't do such a great job. And I think the difference will lie in how the facility caters to the experience of the customer. Because at the end of the day, the customer has to feel safe. That, of course, is our guest today, Sabrina Joe, and we're talking about getting back to exercise, visiting your reopened gym. And I will tell you that in my experience, the gym has changed. Visually, the gym has been reconfigured so that each gym member is six feet or more apart when exercising. The studios for spin and Pilates have also restarted, but with a reduced class schedule to make time for sanitizing all of the various machines. There are many new regulations, for example. All members, tennis players, spin, Pilates class attendees will be required to line up outside six feet apart and wait for an instructor to open the doors. Gym members must get their temperature read before entering and will be getting an email explaining that bathrooms, lobby space, water dispensers, steam rooms, childcare, etc., etc., will be temporarily unavailable. Since gyms were forced to close in mid-March, my gym has been running free classes via their live website five days a week to keep their community engaged. From what I can see when exercising recently is that only a small percentage of members want to resume in-person workouts. In conversation with gym management locally, they found about 50% were eager to return while the other half was hesitant. Northern Virginia gyms are able to reopen with 30% capacity and I wasted no time getting in there early the last couple of mornings to get my workout in and resume my new normal, hopping right back on my favorite machines, but at six to 10 feet apart. What does it all mean? Should you stay away? Individual choices and decisions to be sure, but we'll be joined by Sabrina Joe to discuss it. So don't stay away. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, welcome back to the program. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Paul. Good to be here again. Hear your voice again. Yeah, good to hear your voice too. First of all, let's let's get this right out of the way. How are you doing? How's your family? How's your team doing? Uh, you know, how do you think trainers are doing right now? Members of gyms are returning to exercise. Opening day. <laughs> what what's on your mind about some of this? And and most importantly, how how are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm well. My family's doing great. Uh, the team that I work with at uh, the American Council on Exercise, we're all still working from home and everyone's doing well. 
we are all experiencing various levels of reopening in our different states. Um, and that, that looks different from one community to the next. And so it's really interesting hearing about uh, how people are coping and, and different people's experiences with not being able to exercise at their favorite gym. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, good, good place to start. So tell us, maybe you have a couple stories to share with us about some of these places. Every gym is a little bit differently. You've, you've given us this wonderful quote about, you know, kind of looking at your gym specifically, finding out what's, you know, what you're comfortable with, what's safe, what's appropriate and proper. What do you think the new normal is going to look like for exercise in some of these gyms as they're reopening? That is such a good question because every single place, I mean, let alone uh, state or community, but every single place I think will be different as well. Um, and one of the places that I've seen that, that I think, in my opinion, is doing a great job uh, is one that is has reopened a couple weeks ago here. And they, I'm here in the Midwest. Um, so we saw some reopenings and one gym I noticed was reducing class size. So they were limiting their maximum capacity uh, to, oh, maybe about 10 to 12 participants to really keep that six feet of social distancing um, in place. And then no one is sharing any equipment. So once the person comes in, their their equipment for the day is kind of already set up in place and has been cleaned by the staff. And this is a group exercise setting, by the way. And they have uh, on the floor taped off with, uh, you can imagine blue painter's tape, but <laughs> taped off on the floor, a square that allows each person to actually you know, uh, feasibly maintain that, that physical distance and yet still exercise in the same, um, room, same space. So, uh, I think from what I can tell things are going well and people are, you know, signing up that it's a mandatory that they sign up ahead of time so that the owners can understand, you know, how, how to actually set up the space for each class and I think it's going pretty well. The the people are excited to be back at it. And they're, you know, sharing stories of, gosh, it feels so good to be with my friends again, moving and working toward a common goal of, of physical fitness. So that's kind of an example of one place that I think is doing a good job. Thank you for that. I you know, is there some guidance out there that these gyms are getting? Is everybody just kind of all over the map and trying their best to figure this out? Or what What are gyms, where are gyms looking to get a sense as to what they should be doing right now? There is no specific guidance for gyms per se. Uh, we uh, were, you know, tasked by ACE to come up with a a list or a guide for reopening just to help people understand what are some best practices. And the truth is the CDC hasn't really released anything specific to fitness facilities. So we're all trying to wrap our heads around how to um, give some people some reassurance and some safety guidelines without some, some real strict guidance from leadership um, at the highest government level. So what we've kind of come up with 
is a checklist based on cleaning and sanitation and that physical distancing that can be applied in the fitness center setting. And um, we actually have a ACE collaborated with the Coalition for the Registration of Exercise Professionals, and we collaborated on a reopening guide. So some of the facilities um, in this association are, are using this guide successfully to, to help reopen. And, and it addresses things such as facilities, how to keep people safe, how to clean, how to reorganize the equipment, how to uh, keep high-touch surfaces constantly cleaned, um, even some you know, some, some guidelines around exercising with a mask if, mm, if, mm-hmm. if you, you're doing that, which has its own challenges. So it's really kind of uh, unknown, but we're doing the best we can as an industry to keep people safe. We'll be right back with more from Sabrina Joan. We'll talk about what it really means to get back to your gym. Stay tuned. I want to just take a minute and tell you about our sponsors, True Botanicals and Sunbasket Food. Right now, our new normal is all about delivery, product delivery, package delivery, and importantly, food delivery. If you are looking to reduce unnecessary trips out and trying to avoid sold-out grocery stores, then check out Sunbasket, our sponsor today. It's a perfect and delicious solution for the times we are living in. Sunbasket is the premium meal delivery kit. This is great food because it's certified organic and it strives to source organic produce 100% of the time. Sunbasket is also dietitian approved and the meal plans like paleo, lean and clean, gluten-free, vegetarian, Mediterranean, and more make healthy eating easy. Plus, Sunbasket gives back to their communities through Feeding America and local food banks and employee programs. We in the Not Old Better Show audience really appreciate all this. For us, my family, we are all together now. Sunbasket delivered a big box of healthy, delicious meals straight to our door. The boxes are filled with fresh, delicious food, and they make it easy and convenient. We all can get there together in the kitchen and prepare this. And everything is pre-portioned and ready to prep and then cook. So you can enjoy a dinner full of organic produce and clean ingredients in as little as about 15 minutes, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. And I'll tell you, we are all at home now. So there's a bunch of us in the kitchen at once. And we're just all getting together and cooking this Sun Basket food, which is fantastic. So each week, Sun Basket offers a wide range of recipes to choose from. So you can try personalized, mouth-watering dishes. For my family, we have enjoyed the roasted salmon and the miso-glazed eggplant. Wow, fantastic stuff. And Sun Basket facilities have the highest levels of food and employee safety. That's something that we're hearing all about in the news today. And that's something that's really important to me, really important to our Not All Better Show audience. They're reinforcing these strict adherences to their existing standard operating procedures and increasing sanitation frequently in their distribution centers in order to protect you and your family. Sunbasket saves money, saves time, and offers you healthy, delicious, personalized meals delivered right to your door, which is exactly what we want right now. And right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash N-O-B and enter in the promo code N-O-B at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash N-O-B 
Enter the promo code NOB at checkout for $35 off your order. Remember, sunbasket.com slash NOB and enter promo code NOB. Plus, there's a 100% mouth-watering guarantee. We want you to love your Sunbasket. So 100% money-back guarantee on all food is offered. We're not happy unless you're happy. So remember, sunbasket.com slash NOB and enter the promo code NOB. Don't wait. Order now. Thanks. One more quick sponsor message, and that's from True Botanicals. Our lives are challenging these days. They're full of tough choices and trade-offs. So make your daily grooming and beauty regimen and what you put on your body a great choice with no trade-offs. You know, like me, you likely already wear organic cotton on your body. You probably eat organic food. We do here. So why do you use skincare products that are a cornucopia of chemicals? Filled with natural and organic ingredients, True Botanicals skin and body products deliver results without toxins so you can feel good while working from home. This is why True Botanicals skincare refuses toxins and uses natural ingredients that are safe, pure, potent, and proven to work. And this is why Gretchen and I use True Botanicals products. True Botanicals uses both the latest scientific advances and centuries-old botanical extracts to create all natural formulas in their products, like their hydrating face cleansers, their face oils for aging and breakout-prone and sensitive skin, and nutrient-packed serums are perfect for your at-home self-care, beauty, and grooming routine. And talking about aging skin, yes, I am talking right to our Not Old Better Show audience. True Botanicals, unlike most non-toxic products, True Botanicals solutions actually work to repair aging skin. And True Botanicals work with researchers at leading universities, including Carnegie Mellon and Cornell, to identify nourishing botanical extracts rich in antioxidants, vitamins, and essential fatty acids to develop potent formulas that work better than leading beauty brands. Look, given what's going on in the world, why not focus on your skin and your health right now? True Botanicals products can be calming during these stressful times, and they're delivered straight to your door. You just gotta try True Botanicals for yourself. Get 15% off your first purchase at truebotanicals.com slash notoldbetter. Get 15% off your first purchase at truebotanicals.com slash notoldbetter. All of this is gonna be in the show notes. That's truebotanicals.com slash notoldbetter. Serena Joe, welcome back. We really appreciate it. I want to shift gears and talk for a second about the idea of wearing masks and those of us that are re-entering the gym. What does that look like for us? What does it mean to wear a mask while exercising? Because it's not it's not necessarily a comfortable process. There's a whole you know, almost a barrier there between, you know, really breathing properly and and oxygen. And and so what do you think about actually wearing the mask while you're on the elliptical machine, for example? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, personally, um, if I were to have to wear a mask while exercising, I wouldn't like it. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's hard enough when you're really pushing hard and, and 
breathing heavily due to your physical exertion, just to get in enough oxygen to really feel that, that exercise. So one thing to keep in mind, if you are going to wear a mask during exercise, that your ability to consume and then distribute and use that oxygen throughout your body will be limited. It's not going to feel like it normally does. And so one thing that you might want to try is, is if you are in a facility that is requiring the use of masks, which I think some of them are, even during workouts, just to give yourself some time to ramp up, to uh, adapt to what it feels like to work out with a little bit less oxygen coming in. And be aware of warning signs of kind of like the lightheadedness or uh, dizziness or really rapid heartbeat at exertions that normally wouldn't cause you to, you know, be so winded or, or to be so fatigued because you literally are restricting the usual amount of oxygen that you're used to consuming during activity. And you can, over time, you know, the body can adapt. I mean, think about uh, uh, like exercising at altitude. I mean, your body, yes. <laughs> you can adapt, mm -hmm. but that could take weeks. So mm -hmm. just give yourself a break in terms of if you're, if you're, well, for two things, give yourself a break. Number one, if you're returning to the gym after having been gone for several months, you, your body might not be in the same kind of shape it was uh, before. <laughs> so give yourself some time to, you know, regain some fitness. And then number two, if you are wearing a mask, it's going to be more difficult to get in that oxygen and use it. So again, just, I guess the, the, the bottom line to those two points is perhaps give yourself a break, give yourself a little bit of time to regain some of the fitness and allow your body to adapt. And that could take a couple of weeks to get back in there and really feel like you're exerting yourself and performing like the way you used to before this all started. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. I think, you know, the the adage, you know, have a little patience. Yeah. You know, there might be a little bit of, you know, you might be doing some of this solo, although I know that trainers are back in the gym. Certainly they, they are available at at the gym that I go to locally, but classes aren't necessarily, some of the programs aren't necessarily available. The locker rooms are closed. Some of that stuff just has not fully returned yet. You might have to be a little DIY, but you might really need to think about just being on your own a little bit in the gym and not necessarily looking to others, but being prepared to just exercise on a solo basis. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be an adapt adaptation that you have to make. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's certainly, uh, no partner type of workouts going mm -hmm. on. <laughs> I know yeah. that unless yeah. you're, maybe you're home with your family, but that's a different story. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just, just be on the lookout and, and, and again, be patient and kind with your fitness facility because they are trying to figure this out as well. And, um, from what I've seen, most are doing a great job of, of taking everything into consideration. Um, and the bottom line is we just, we don't know because we've never been through this type of thing before. Um, one thing that I think is helpful is if you do end up going back to a facility, you're lucky enough to do that, um, perhaps think about purchasing and then using your own personal equipment uh, for example, a yoga mat or a yoga block, like bring those things with you every time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a, 
a shared public situation with the the equipment, and then and then you don't have to worry about getting it cleaned or or wonder who's cleaning it in between. Um, also, I'm noticing that uh, many clubs are decreasing perhaps the number of classes they offer to allow more time in between classes so that the cleaning, the, the sanitation process can get in there and, and happen prior to the next class. So that could be a thing that you're seeing. So just again, I think patience, you said it a little earlier, but patience is going to be key during these phased reopenings. It was interesting. One of the things that I noticed as I was making my way to my gym, uh, which is in a kind of a, a, a high rise and it has an underground parking garage set up in the underground parking garage was an outdoor kind of outdoor, you know, outside, perhaps um, uh, outside of the gym. Uh, exercise uh, layout. So mats, uh, some kettlebells were strewn about. You could see that there were some elastic bands. And so it looked like they were even setting up some outdoor spaces that people could go and exercise if they wanted to, maybe get some instruction. But the gyms are, I think, being creative. And so I I guess my my question to you here and, and my final question is, how are you in terms of optimism about all this return? You think we're kind of in the right direction? Are we processing the right way in order to return to exercise? And and how do we how do how do we make it as members easier on staff and trainers to get back into exercise? Yeah, for the most part I'm optimistic. I think that we are creative. We will figure this out and I think people are, are craving that social connection and they, they, they like their gyms. They like their trainers. They want to see them be successful and and do well. So I think we are coming up with ways of figuring it out. So I am hopeful. And I think what's probably going to happen is that facilities that are offering classes and private trainings or just, you know, use of the facility will do that with, you know, in phases, but with important measures in place to protect people. And then I also think that we will see a hybrid approach. So I think trainers, group fitness leaders, and gym owners will provide not only a physical space for people to come together with the appropriate um, safety guidelines, but they're also going to provide online and virtual or streaming type of services. And I think until we kind of get over the, oh, the, the pandemic, uh, you know, situation, I don't know how else to put it because I don't think this virus is ever going away completely. But once we really figure out how to, um, you know, get around living with this virus and doing it safely, until then, I think the hybrid approach is what's just going to have to be in place Um, because we're going to have to remain connected with the people who lead us through exercise and help us with our health Um, and we're going to have to do it safely so I, i see those two things as being important going forward Sabrina Joe, always great to talk to you. Of course, Director of Science and Research Content, the American Council on Exercise. We really 
value what you've had to tell us today and we've got to give it some thought and uh, act on it because I do think it's important to get out. I do think we've got to, you know, all of this self-isolation has been important to kind of uh, flatten that curve, but there's a time and a place, I think, for us to get back out and be with one another. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And the human connection piece is something that we're all craving and missing, I think. So it's wonderful to be with your family, um, but it's also wonderful to have those other connections. And I think slowly we're starting to figure out creative ways to to make that happen and, and make it happen successfully. Well, thank you. I really appreciate your time today, Sabrina Joe. Thanks, Paul. My thanks to True Botanicals and Sunbasket Food for sponsoring today's episode. My thanks especially to the American Council on Exercises, Sabrina Joe, who is the Director of Science and Research Content, for spending time with me today. She's always so generous with her time. We appreciate it and value it. I also value and appreciate your time. I know you're busy, and I very much value the chance to spend a little bit of time with my familiar voice reaching out to you. Thanks again. Please remember to practice safe social distancing. Be well. Be safe. Be healthy. And remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.